There'll be room for two of us there. Room for so, two. Like the desk is only about, lockdown. Desk's only about this bit from me to you, but there's room for two chairs. Stephen's describing his upstairs. Oh, you're recording already. Establishment. <laughs> my studio where I do all my stuff. I do my Sky News from that room, and I've got. Um, I did two GB there this week as well through over Skype. So I've connected the roadcaster and so the roadcaster to the computer and also the. Um, because we do it, because Deb Knight, she has the, she's the only yeah. one of all the two GB segments I do. I do it with video with her because I can yep. see her. Yeah, she, well, she, I think it makes a huge she, difference. She has her camera on, but John Stanley and Chris Smith, they just don't do it. They just have it's just audio. So yeah, yeah. So I, I thought I'd do it upstairs in the with a nice background. I've got all the elements, you know, the nano leaf elements on the back and the the panels all lit up, and yeah, yeah it looks nice. Yeah, that's about it. I saw you had your your office here set up for the Today Show as well. Well, I have to now. Yeah. My only option. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. But um, it's going to be another option for quite a while now, isn't it? Uh, yeah. At least another month. At least. At least. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll I'll declare it now. I don't think I'll watch Souths play live again this year. That's huge. I reckon that they're not going to. I reckon the grand final will be at Suncorp. Brisbane, it'll wow. be Brisbane. That's massive. It's yep. huge. Yeah, well, last year, they'll they'll lob, the AFL lob, grand final was at the Gabba last year. They'll right? lob for a crowd, basically. Of course they will. Like in, well, you think about it, end of August is right on the cusp of the semis, and they're not going to say, okay, 80,000, let's go. It's yeah. going to be, yeah. So anyway, maybe that's the subject for the another for the that's, private. Man, that's but really uh, depressing. The season for me is wiped out in terms of watching them live. I can watch them on TV, which is great, but yeah. uh, I like going out there to watch them live. Speaking yeah. of which, Jackson's at home watching um, Parramatta and the Roosters. What do you reckon's oh, happening in that game? Jeez, what, what, oh, what, Jesus. Why do I agree to re- record on a Thursday night Bruce, with you? Roosters are flogging them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Roosters are below. They're, they're Something uh, nil. under strength too. 12 nil. Half time. Wow. Anyway, that's, that's a live, not, live that's, score update in a you know, weekly podcast. Well, that's not a flog. For anything, anything where Roosters have more points than Parramatta in yeah. Jackson's world, yeah. is a flogging. Oh, so he's a he's a sorry, he's a Roosters Mad fan, and you're an Eagles Roosters man. fan. Yes, yeah, right. Yep. But anyway, we're uh, Souths are doing okay, mate. Are they? What's the yeah. ladder like? They're third on their own. Okay, third. they're only a win behind Penrith and Melbourne. Yeah. Penrith and Melbourne, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they're sitting sitting right. You know when the you know in the Melbourne Cup when the the other horses are just hanging back, right, waiting for to do the sprint to the finish. That's Souths now. They're just hanging. So back. what you're saying They're to me back. is Souths is a female Australian swimmer, because mate, well, every single gold medal we've wow. won has come from behind. It's did unbelievable. You see, did you see the Abby Titmus's 200 meter win? Yeah, mate, she turned fourth. Yeah, I know. And I'm mate. I've did you never see that? Screamed at a TV more. I, I've I think I've screamed at the TV less when I'm watching Souths play. Oh, I this. It's lucky there's no one else in this office <laughs> park because I. I've, I'll be lifting the roof off this, off this joint the last few yeah, days. Amazing. How good. How good. You know what? I'll, I'll put it out there right now. I think last year, I remember last year, early on, you were saying, no, nah, Olympics will happen, and I'm like, no, nah, it won't. I was right, to be clear. Um, <laughs> but, well, that did happen, but a year late. No, but I'll, I'll say this. I, I often said well, one of the reasons I didn't think it could happen was because the perception would be bad and stuff. Yeah. I think they should have had an Olympics last year. because I agree. The, would have given the, people the hope. positivity yes. that is circulating. Like, you know what I'm worried about? The, the downer that's about to occur in, in six or seven, eight, eight days from now. Yeah. When the Olympics when are over. over. Yeah, I know. 
the, the down because at the moment it's a, it's real uplifting stuff to watch. You turn yeah. on Gladys at, at eleven, and then I'm like, okay, eleven twenty six, I'm out. I'm going back to the gold medal somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm starting to think I don't care who wins gold. I just want to watch a race. You watch something yeah. because, it, because see that, Jess Fox it's so today? competitive, Ross. Yes, mate, that was it's unbelievable. Awesome. Did you know what? I'd tear my. I've got to say, I, I tweeted I that. I said to a God. woman. I said to someone. I can't remember she who it was. was. That was incredible, and she'd been. She'd won bronze before. Silver bronze before. and silver. Now, boom. Yeah, it's. Just, I get super. Uh, we talked about this it's with incredible. movies. It's I get incredible. emotional with movies. I yeah. get emotional with sport as well. Yeah, because too. her dad is the commentator oh, for Channel Seven, and then they it? wheeled him out to spend half an hour talking oh, while they were awesome. waiting to get Jess I was out. Watching that, that was great. And I'm yeah, sitting there going, stuff. "This bloke is so strong yeah. to be able to just stand there and keep talking." I would wow. have lost. I it. saw the bottom lips quivering a bit. Though. Yeah, it was. It was There's a bit of a Good bit of red in the eyes. Good luck, mate. But yeah, I'm worried about what an inspiration. And look at what's happened. We've won the games, Brisbane, 2032. Yeah. What. What great, what better motivation than what you're seeing yeah, for, now for the for the next generation for, the, for your kids that are, you know your kids' age thinking yeah. I want to do that too. Yeah, I want to go to the Olympics. Yeah, Boom. that's awesome. And you know what's amazing to me is watching. Vivi said to me um, in Jess's race at the medal ceremony. Did you see the girl from Germany, no. bronze medal, yeah, fist oh, pumping, cheering, and Victoria went bronze medal. Yeah. Victoria went. I can't imagine what it'd be like to be in the Olympics. Imagine, imagine getting on the podium. Getting on the podium, she said, and I went. That's the attitude, that's right? What that's happened, what matters. Yeah. I mean, yes, Absolutely. it's disappointing for them not to get gold, but they're but one of a very exclusive club to yeah. get a medal. The Aussie, and the bloke of the 100-metre free, was unlucky. I think he lost by like 0.05 of a second. Oh, yeah, Mac. Yeah. The, was it Mac Horton? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no. Was it Mac Horton? No, no. Oh, Kyle Chambers. Yes. Chambers. He came, Chambers. came behind the American dude. Yeah, but what about St- yeah. uh, Studley Moore or whatever his yeah. bloody name is? <laughs> Again, he came from behind. Again, What's he doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, they all our medals have been like, are you kidding me? Wow. The, the relay wasn't the women's relay. No, nah, that smashed, was a. They smashed it like a Tars that one. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> uh, like a part of me is like, oh, why did you do the line up like that? But in the end, yeah. mate, America. No, you talking about the the two the four, four by, by two? two. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about the four by one that they won. Oh, okay. I was talking about the four by two. It was yeah. like today. It was like yeah, I know that was and Abby Titmus was she was the anchor leg. Eh? She ran. She no, came. No, Titmus was the first. You're joking, really? Titmus and then McEwen. Oh, I would have put it. And last, they rounded mate. it exactly. Put it last, mate. Anchor. But, oh. but here's the thing, and this is I thought to myself the, the the initial reaction is to you know the outrage of the lineup, but you know what? Yeah. They were they were ahead of their own world record. They state yeah. their swim as as a team yep. was ahead of the, their own world record. The other two were just even faster. Like I don't know that it would have mattered. Yeah, you, you they all broke the world record. Like yeah. the top three teams. Whether <laughs> yes, incredible, isn't it? Like that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm excited. I'm Olympics loving it. Great. But I'm, the downer, the track and field stuff is. I'm not. I, I've never been into it, so I'm going to. I'm going to get into yeah. it. I love that because I I am enjoying the switch off of life and just going. You know, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, I think so, it, it's come at a right time now, especially people in New South Wales. We're in lockdown. I'm just, I just, as I said, I'm just worried about very uplifting. Well, we no, you're afterwards. right. Oh, you're right. What's going to happen now? Hopefully, then the footy season sort of kicks into another gear. And yeah, I know, but footy's still a very niche. I know you reckon it's big, but it doesn't get yeah, doesn't get everyone going every day. Yeah, it's a weekly shot in the arm. Yeah, speaking of which, the jab. People getting the jab now. More people than ever are getting yeah, it. Well, get the yeah. jab. I'll get my second one in two weeks. A- Can't wait for you to join me. AZ. Oh, you're, you're fully fired up, aren't you? Yeah. 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 All right. We're here to do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 497 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. After 10 and a half years, we are three weeks away from celebrating our 500th episode in lockdown. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So no one can send us cakes either, can they? Oh, they uh, can. You know, they can. can they? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like he, uh, the man cave moderator boys were keen to you know play golf or do something, and it's like yeah. we can't. So I heard, yeah, we'll Rob, have to have a Rob, Christmas tournament or something. Rob, Rob was uh, Rob from Queensland was talking about the same thing too. He was going to yeah. be down here. Yeah, in August, I think. Yeah, he's one of the boys. So unfortunately, yeah. can't do it. But uh, we're open to. We'll do so. Why don't we deliveries. do? Why don't we do something live? Maybe do, do a you live do a, thing. Yeah, we'll do a little face. We'll, we'll do it live. You want to do the? Why don't we do a Q and A? Yeah, I do the show live. Yeah, just record it and just run it, run it live, run it live. Or can we broadcast it live? Like audio yeah, just record. Live. We'll just broadcast it live. Yeah, so they can have the pre- do bit it. of pre-show. Mate, you got to. We've got to put in that. Do it live. Do it live. Uh, anyway, um, Trevor Long, Stephen Fennick, Talking Tech each and every week. Stephen, um, a bit of news on the Apple Wallet this week, and we thought we would take this opportunity to just uh, just deep dive on the old digital wallet because it's doing very well. Um, you know, in Australia, especially, yeah, especially in Australia. Australia is still one of the fastest adopters of contactless payments anywhere in the world, and that bodes well for digital wallets and the um, the Apple Pay or the Apple Wallet in particular. But this week they announced an, a world first in Australia. Australian in health insurance providers, or as we refer to them in Australia, private health. Private health insurance. Um, if you've got private health insurance with a, a few of the big companies, you can now in app, so I'm with Medibank. I, in the app, I actually didn't even have an account. I quickly registered on that yeah. morning. Yeah, uh, you know, I had I had actually insurance. I just never had an e you have the card, like an internet login. Ah, yeah, okay. And so I'm logging in, getting my account. So I got the app, and then it's, it was actually really easy. Once I log yeah. in, just press add to Apple Wallet, cool. and now in my Apple Wallet is my healthcare card. So in addition to your credit card, yeah, what else is in there? Your oh. freaking fly card. Oh man, I'm, uh, yeah, I got my freaking fly card. I got my tickets and stuff. But yeah, all tickets. my what tickets you got in there? I just I don't I don't throw anything away. Yeah. I've got in your every Apple wallet. I've got every ticket I've ever had. I've got Dodgers tickets. <laughs> I've got John really? Farnham You've concert tickets. Them? Yeah, I've only got I've, I've only got, got digital ticket credit stuff. card. I've got an afterpay card, and I've got a my my loyal my store card's my a good one. Flight to my that's got cards. like you know mem- uh, loyalty things. Wow. Um, but yeah, you got a fat wallet, mate. Yeah. You've got a George, I've got, got a George, George Costanza, Costanza and I've, I've hidden the out of the invalid ones as well. So, yeah, right. um, so you've got the digital equivalent of George, George Costanza's Costanza. big fat yeah. wallet. Wow. Uh, I'm apparently Bronze Plus Assured Hospital and Top Extras. I think that means I'm paying too much. There you um, go. You've got a family, mate. You've got a but necessary That's eagle. true. That's you've true. got to do it. But so what I can now do, and, and the comments I got on this were pretty overwhelmingly positive, but then a couple of people were like, I don't know when the last time I used that card was. I know. I got, I got people saying, I can't afford health insurance. So I, I use it at the dentist. Yeah. I'm actually... I use the dentist and, and the optometrist. Blown away. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's the other point now. We've got glasses. Yeah. I'm actually blown away by how much I save at the dentist. It's, it's mind-boggling to me. I go, bleep, and then they pay, go, it's you, $35. I'm like, what? But you pay, but you pay your premiums every month. I know, but, that's, so, yeah. but that, you want to see that reward. Of course, so that's why yeah, it actually encourages me to and go to the dentist. And with the gap, you can also use Apple Pay. Yeah, so that's the, the point. Is now when they say if you've got your healthcare card, you go, yeah, I'll just hold this over the terminal, bloop, yeah, and it's then... The, it's the high-cap terminal. You know how Health, Health insurance, insurance, claims, and payment service. Which is I run guess. by the NAB. Yeah. So it's basically same as making a payment, like an Apple... It's like EFTPOS. So F- Apple Watch and iPhone. And uh, then you... So now... And the and the, the companies that are involved already from the get-go is Medibank, Bupa, NIB, GU Health, uh, HBF launching in early August, and... Uh, Apple says other health funds are waiting to join as well. Yeah. So that none of them. I'm with HCF. They're not on there yet. Oh, really? Yeah. But they'll, they'll 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 
You got chipped on this one like you did with Apple Pay yeah, as well. Yeah, no, thanks, mate. <laughs> thanks, mate. And 5G. Thanks a lot. Thanks, you idiot, for reminding me that what I don't have, okay? i got gig. Oh, I've just spilt a lot of water. Oh, my um, God. I, um, I'm going to need to get... Gonna get the towels gonna, out. What's I'm gonna need to you? get a towel. So, uh, it is. It's. It's not soaking. No, in. it's not really a soaking oh, it's mug. To soak in. I think. <laughs> I think you better get the towel now, mate. I'll oh, keep talking. Jesus. I'll keep talking. But the uh, the Apple Wallet, and I think the big the big thing with this, I reckon, is that Australia being the first country in the world that would that was a, a a pretty big announcement. I reckon the the fact that we I think Australians a really big Apple Pay users, so the Apple the, the Apple Wallet is something that a lot of Australians are already using. So I think Apple thought well. Let's let's start somewhere strong, and that's I think that's the reason why they decided to go with Australia first to be the first country in the world to be able to add your health insurance cards to Apple. And it's a very simple process as well. You just you can add your card just in the same way you would add a credit card. It's a very simple process for you to do that, and and then like we said earlier, once you say you're at the oh, the example I use is um, the optometrist. So you're at the yeah. optometrist, you've ordered your glasses. Who do you go to? Uh, uh, one no uh, optical, one thousand one optical. Or something well, sort. Uh, and, and they go and they say, okay, have you got your Medicare card there? And well, I've actually got in my wallet. I showed you last week. I, I've got my HCF card yep. in my wallet, which I carry around with me everywhere. Um, and so now I can leave, put that in the phone, and leave. That's one. That's one space that's been vacated in my wallet. Well, you've got too many things in your wallet. I haven't carried a I'll wallet. Show, I've got my wallet now, right? I'm going to pull it. Like I've got my my little. Uh, my secret, uh, not which secret. makes it even more fatter because it's all metal well, no, and stuff. Well, it just uh, I can pull it. So I got my, I got two credit cards. I got three credit cards. I got my EB World. What's that doing in there? See, see EB Games. That's in my store card. And I've got my virtual, my virtual mem- um, business card. So they can, I can, they can just scan that, and then that gives them my details. You can show them a QR code on your phone. You don't need that. Okay. Mate. All those credit but cards. The, but could having be in the a card, wallet. though, he's having a physical card. I've got my Opal card. Don't need that. That's digital. My license. Also digital. I've got my Medicare also card. Also digital. And I've got my HCF card. The ne- only thing. digital. The only thing restraining you. And I've got my Coast membership. You're just showing off. You don't need it when you get there either. My Coast membership they card. They just look you up. Yeah, I know. So none of that you need to carry with so you. So you reckon all of those I do not need? None of them. You don't need any of them. You don't. So all of them. So so my Opal card. So can I put that in Apple Wallet? So or just use your credit card. It's current. Yeah. So there's two two things. You can either use a credit card in Apple Pay and just tap and go, or yeah. there is a digital Opal card. Uh, it's still. I think it's still in beta. I've got the beta. Well, that's why I haven't got it yet. No, not that I've catching a lot of public transport right now. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. But you can just use your tap and go your credit card. I've already got my wallet and my phone. Your license. Well. My, sorry, my license in my. Yep. F- I've got my license in my wallet, but I've also got my license in my phone. Medicare card can be. You get it through the Express Medicare app. Okay, so Medicare card that can so go. So it doesn't go in your Apple Wallet, but it's in the Medicare app. Right. Right. And so what's the other one I got here? My HCF card, which is soon going to go to Apple, one. Apple uh, Wallet. And my Coast Membership Card, which I just, which I just like need. to carry around just to float, off. float it in front of you. You just want to show to me that you're a member of a golf yeah, club. Yeah, I played today too, mate. Played yeah. it right. All right, that's not very nice. And, well, the three credit cards. Well, no, hang on. Yeah, Commonwealth Bank's in it. Bank yeah. West is in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. mate, it's all, it's all there. Yeah. See, there's my Medicare card in my, on my phone and my yeah. organ donor card, all both yeah. in the... Yeah, I'm an so, organ mate, donor. you can be digital. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, and I'm pretty I've been digital sure... for at least a year and a half. I know you keep saying that. But uh, the, uh, there's a lot of people listening to, I reckon, now that will think, okay, like like I've just realised that you don't need to have all the plastic on you. No. 
I, I don't know whether it's just I, a, I, like I like. I still like to carry cash around with me though. I know, but you're I'm a, a cash weird man. old man. I'm, I you're just, a hanky using cash yeah. carrying <laughs> wallet. Yeah, packed. You, you can't put. You got to have a hanky with you. You can't put that in your digital wallet, can you? Physical. I got a hanky. If we did I a survey, a there's one in a million people carry a hanky. No, there's not. Yeah, it is. There's more than that. Nah. Tweet us if you can. Sure, in your nursing home there is, but not oh. in the general population. <laughs> oh, that hurts, mate. That hurt. Nursing home, you should get it. <laughs> Wow. But no, here's the thing. Do you remember my wallet? It was this stupidly tiny little thing anyway, right? Yeah. I actually put that in my pocket, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago for some reason I needed needed something or thought I'd need it. Yeah. And I sat in the car and went, oh, my God, what the hell? What is that? What's that lump in my pocket? Yeah, exactly. Is that, a, is that your wallet or are you just happy to see yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Coming out the back, what's going on there? So, yeah. honestly, it's the best thing. But here's what's fascinating to me. So, we yeah. don't, we, I don't want to go into all the detail because it's quite boring, frankly. But the Commonwealth Bank appeared before a, um, a, uh, a government uh, committee, you know, one of those Senate committees into something or other, um, this week. And they were talking about how they want – the ACCC to investigate or be ready to investigate Apple's dominance in the banking space, right? Mm. And here's well, the stat. Is it, is it not, but it's not the, really the banking space. Well, that's, it's the payment space. But that's what they're worried Let me be clear. That's what they're worried about. Because think about America. Yeah. In America, Apple has partnered with huge investment banks to have the backing to create the Apple Card, yeah. Apple Cash, yeah. all these things that freeze people from banks. Yep. In Australia, the ComBank... NAB and Westpac, as we well know, fought hard against they had a little to, to work against. Mate. They yeah. wanted to have a cartel. Yeah. They wanted to operate as a cartel to work against Apple um, and negotiate with Apple as a group. Yep. They were not allowed to do that. And in the end, they decided Apple, to add Apple Pay. Apple won. Commonwealth yeah. Bank themselves said when they announced it, after overwhelming customer requests, we've added yeah. this thing. So yes. they know it's customers. And here's what proves it. Apple iPhones account for 80% of smartphone tap and go, tap and go payments on the Commonwealth Bank usage, boom, eighty percent. Yeah, now, but you know, it's the little micro transactions that they've they're sort of trying to protect their turf, aren't sure, they? Like, sure, sure. Because but little, it's not like those little couple of cents that if Rod you know? Sims gets involved in this, yeah, because Rod Sims's job is to protect the consumer, yeah, yeah, not the banks, not the banks. Yeah, true. Eh? It's a so business, it's a business. If thing. Yeah. if if Apple somehow loses this ability to, to restrict other people from using the NFC chip, which they never will, by the way, no, they no, will yeah. abandon Apple Pay in Australia before they let yeah, that happen. Yeah. Um, the only people that get money is the Commonwealth Bank. So if there's one cent per transaction going to Apple, yeah. which is a trillion-dollar company, and we're all thinking that they've got too much money, the banks make a billion dollars a friggin' yeah, exactly, year as well. Exactly right. They're they? not, yeah. They're doing very yeah. well. It's like the billionaires arguing over if you're arguing over yeah. arguing the toss. That's right. Yeah, I know. So you know, you're right. But 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 you know what? It's proven though. It's proven, and and you you proved this too. You change banks to get Apple Pay. Correct. So people are more loyal to their phone than their bank. And Apple, oh, you just saw my my Apple Wallet. I have yeah. ANZ. Commonwealth yeah. and American Express all in one all wallet. Yeah. How's this anti-competitive? How yeah. is this product anti-competitive? Yeah. It's not. So what the Commonwealth Bank wants to do is actually the anti-competitive thing. They want to keep people yeah. in their own walled garden. Yeah? So I just yeah. think it's an uh, it's an outrage that the Commonwealth Bank but would even right, suggest that. Like the ACCC like, is supposed to be fighting for the consumer, not for yeah. these billion-dollar corporations. But we don't know they're going to So yeah, yeah, at right. this point. But the other thing I'll say is... Um, 
the banks argue that if they had access to the NFC chip on the iPhone, they could innovate. They could use the yeah. NFC chip to innovate. Good luck. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, you've had access to the yeah. NFC chip on Google phones yeah. for how many years? Show us your innovation. Yeah, but no one's using Google phones for, yeah, but for those if, things. If they're going to innovate, show yeah. us what you're going to innovate. Yeah. Show us the product show you're making. Show us what you got. Yeah. Because, mate, I'm not... I use the Commonwealth Bank app on a weekly basis. Yep. I'm not going to delete the app because I've got Apple Pay. I still no. want it for all my transaction information, course, all that course, stuff. Yeah. But they want they want people to be sticky to the app. They want people to open the ComBank app every time they make a payment. Right. Stick it up your bum, ComBank. But you, you think of the the friction involved to do that. So you've got yeah. to find the app, open the app. Well, what would they would want already. is think about a Samsung phone when you get it. You, you put in a card. No, up. but it, it says, do you want to use Samsung Pay by default? Yeah. Because you can use Google Pay on a Samsung phone, right? Yep. So they would argue they want people to be able to say, I want to use ComBank by default. So when you tap a payment terminal, it automatically opens up uh, the ComBank app. Oh, so you... Th- so, so who, so Which is anti-competitive in my yeah, view. Well, it is, but shouldn't the A-tri- what's that going to do with the ACCC then? It'll be, it'll be a battle with Apple to do that, or the customer to do that. Yes, the customer so, should decide that. Yes, but the... Uh, Although Whether it's, it's the ACCC or the government, the Commonwealth Bank thinks a regulator needs to step in to ensure that Apple opens the NFC chip to so instead external of, third parties. So instead of going to Apple and having a discussion, they've gone to the principal and said, "Oh, look, you look, you know, yeah. can we get them to do what I want to do?" And what do you think? Is that what I reckon? What something? do you think Apple thinks? Apple can have, yeah, whatever. Stick that. Do, do you where the sun don't shine? Yeah, do you? And best. by the way, good luck with your next contract. But couldn't? But couldn't? So would say, for example, right? Commonwealth Bank turned around tomorrow and said, right. We're going to give the customer the choice. If this is going to happen through the app, yep. we're going to give you the choice of choosing Apple Pay or ComBank Pay yep. as the transaction mechanism on your iPhone. Yeah. Would what what would Apple would they need to get approval from Apple for the? Or it was I own my Apple my iPhone, not Apple, so I can decide that, couldn't I? No, but you can't because there's literally no ability for a bank to so, use the it's, NFC it's, chip. So it's at the developer level where that has yes, to be. It's a walled garden, right? Developers can't so they'd use have to the get NFC approval chip. from Apple. Apple. Yeah. Right. Apple doesn't open so the do, NFC chip to developers. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, right. So and and I don't think they're going to deal with that anytime soon either. No. Yeah. No. Well, Apple is just protecting it. Well, it. well, you think about Apple, they've kind of built up, not a monopoly, but they've built up this, this ecosystem where people are loving using Apple Pay. Yeah. Like, I love just when I've got my Apple Watch, bang, two, I'm paying, don't even have to take my wallet out. You'd be proud of me. Well, don't even take my wallet out of my pocket. So, Well, why would you? It's too heavy. <laughs> I don't have to do a workout. Yeah. So, look, I think it's fascinating, and I think that I'll put it, I'll put it very clearly in the ACCC um, – debate around the banks four years ago, I wrote a submission as a punter yep. saying, this is my belief. And it was actually quite, yeah. I among a few other people were mentioned in the in the findings to suggest yeah. that, you know, consumers were saying this. Yep. I will, and I will, I will call upon our audience to write letters to the ACCC in whatever way they favour. If you believe in, in what the ComBank thinks or what Apple thinks or what you think, yeah. write it down. Because I think it makes a huge difference to these kind of government submissions yeah. for them to hear from real people. But do you think, I reckon I reckon the, the sentiment, though, is really not anti-bank, but they're, I don't think Apple's, are, um, banks are held in very high esteem by no. people. And if you, I said to, I was talking to Liam Bartlett on 6PR today, and I said, and I, I listened through, they had a bloke on from the banks who essentially, he wasn't, he was independent, but he was from the banks. Yeah. Um, who basically just said why it had to happen. And I just came on and said it was quite laughable, really, because yeah. 
what we're talking about is, you know, as you said, billionaires, you know, debating something. And secondly, I think if I was to describe what Apple, if we were in a briefing with Apple about this, I guarantee what they'd say is we believe in convenience, security, and, and privacy. privacy. Yeah. And exactly. and if if they open up the NFC chip, the security and privacy issues become problematic, yeah. and the convenience issue also because it's more questions for punters. It, it reminds me of uh, do you remember a few weeks ago we talked about the possibility that Europe could uh, have passed a law that would bypass the App Store. Yeah. It reminds me of the, that whole thing is scaring the crap out of Apple, not because they're going to lose money, no, but, but because they're, they're worried that the experience is going to be The frictionless degraded. experience. The experience, they're, they're terrified that the experience of an iPhone is not going to be as best it can be. Yeah. And that's, I think, another... Yeah, they're making money through Apple Pay, but that's another thing where I reckon that would be the biggest consideration for them, is that they don't want their customers to think, oh, hang on, my iPhone should be better than this. Yeah, I don't want to, they don't want to risk that for the customer because who are they going to complain to when something goes wrong or it's it's a weird experience? They're going to complain to Apple, not the bank. Yeah, that's right because yeah. they don't realise. Yeah. Anyway, it's fascinating, it and is. we'd love your it views. Um, two blokes talking tech. You can hit us up on Twitter at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennick. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, it was uh, we're still a couple of weeks away from Samsung's. Fold Galaxy uh, Unpacked, which is all about the. Was it only last week we were talking about this? Yeah, yes. there were some rumors yep. flying around, but yep. no, they, but they've actually um, they've they've come out and they they've sort of talking more openly about what we can expect. And yep. look, the, the the actual the the invite well not the invitation the the logo the the flyer for the event is says get ready to unfold. So they've yeah. they've, they've not very made, clear made, what we're going to say. Made a yeah. secret about it and. And there was on the Samsung newsroom that you found. There, there, there was a, a blog by by is it TM Rose, the head of mobile for yep. Samsung worldwide. Yep. And the whole our speculation in the last few weeks has been well, it's pretty. It's the worst kept secret that the S Pen is going to be part of Fold now. S Pen used. But we to be, did speculate that it would be a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. I, well, I'm because still of the plastic see, screen. I'm still waiting to say, Well, it's actually a very thin layer of glass. Remember, yeah. but you know, anyway. foldable glass. Work yeah. that out. But we also speculated that, well, what does this mean for the Note? Uh, because that was its signature feature, was the S Pen. It, yeah. It's the one who introduced it. In fact, and that now, conversation around foldable glass was our last ever trip. Yeah. Do you remember oh, in that? Fe- in February 20. Do you remember sitting there with John Davidson, who was, yeah. who was, yes. He had the, ma- he had the amazing knowledge of, yes. February. Uh, solid, solids and liquids. And <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I do conversation. Now, yeah. That was February 2020. 2020, yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. That was our last trip. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. But uh, no, so Dr. T.M. Rowe, who's head of mobile at Samsung, mm, yep. he'd be doing very well over there. Doing very well. Um, he, he came out in a blog saying that, and, and now uh, we've been speculating, what does this mean for the note? If the, if the S Pen's going to the fold, what happens? And he said, and I'll quote, instead of unveiling a new Galaxy Note this time around, we will further broaden beloved Note features to more Samsung Galaxy devices. So he, he was talking about some foldable surprises, including the first ever S Pen designed specifically for foldable phones. Now, I've got a bit more to say about how they're going to achieve that, by the way. Uh, but it, this kind of sort of says that no more Note. This or, is them. Or no more Note. It says here, this time around. This is them saying, can we stop speculating and let me just put that to bed so that you can just talk about what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think if 50% of the conversation in the lead-up to this event was, who's there going to be a note, what they want to do is get rid of that, and so the 100% of the conversation is about fold. Yeah. Um, it doesn't look good for note. Very smart. It doesn't look good I, I don't think it looks good for note at all, but it is, does say this time around, you're right in pointing yeah. that out. But let's be clear, this is the first time 
in August, there's not been a note in like yeah. five years yeah. plus, right? Four. So it's remarkable in that sense. Will there be a note later this year? No way. I think that we, I reckon they might put the note into the Galaxy S. Yes. So they'll I've, have. Well, they sort of did that this the year. Galaxy the Galaxy S Ultra. event. Yeah. So they had the Ultra had the S Pen. That was kind of the death knell, wasn't it, for the now note? Imagine the Samsung Galaxy S21 Note. Yeah, it'll be a 22 Note. 22 Note, yeah. yeah. 22. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got a Galaxy S22, Galaxy S22 Ultra, Galaxy S22 Note. Yeah. What do you think? For the Yeah, I, I reckon. But just getting back to the S Pen and how the hell are they going to do this, right? So we've already mentioned the sort of the screen and how it really isn't the most rugged bit of the phone it has to be pre- treated pretty carefully we all we all know what happened yeah version one with all the dramas around the screen uh i reckon the and and so he mentioned and i'll quote him again s pen designed specifically for foldable devices so here's what i reckon it's going to be i reckon there'll be some kind of with the s pen previously on the note yeah it was writing on a glass screen so there was actual contact Yes, on the screen. You think it's a hover situation? I think it'll be more of a light sort of touch, and it'll write without having to press too hard on it. It'll be very yes. But how do you like prevent f- people from pressing hard? Well, there'll be. I reckon the nib of the S Pen will be a different shape. It'll be some, you know, obviously a shape that won't. If even if you do press it down, do so you it think won't go back to those to... bubble styluses we had when the first iPads came out? Maybe, but with a bit of smarts in them or Maybe, something. Yeah, because. It's still a folding. It's still a foldable screen. Yeah. So it's not solid like a normal glass display. So there has to be. There couldn't be too much give to it. So I reckon that the there'll be some kind of sensor that you could even do it with the last test pen. Remember, you you just press the button and hover it over the screen. It yeah. would, it would light things up. It'll give you options. It'll be like that. I reckon they're going to take that technology and make it with the screen responsive. I think to the what S-Pen. they'll do is they'll say, um, we know what the top five things people use the S Pen for. Yeah. And they are taking notes, um, you know, navigating the screen, um, annotations and something else, right? And, and like always on, you know, messages or something, right? Yeah. And they'll say those things work perfectly with the with the S Fold Pen or whatever the hell they call it, right? Yeah. But it doesn't have pressure sensitivity. It doesn't have... Yeah, you know how... You, know, you can't pen. use it like a calligraphy pen and yeah, all that kind like, of stuff. Yeah, like, you know, you used to press harder to make it bolder. Yeah. So, I, 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 look, I don't think it's going to be a case where you can only use the S Pen on the front screen. I think that would be a little bit of a... What? That would be like, a massive that'd, fail. That would be massive. Yeah, I agree. Oh, so I, I think it, that would that be a massive fail. That won't be problem. the case. So, it'll definitely be on the folding screen. Yeah. So, I, th- I think from... This is, again, speculating. Everything. It <laughs> won't have the same capabilities as a regular S Pen. I can't see it. And, and they do say... Um, the first ever S Pen designed specifically for foldable phones. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a solid thought starter, isn't it? Well, and rem- said- and I think remarkable thing to say two weeks before well, an event. I think he's just trying to manage expectations. That's this is kind of like you said. He he doesn't want there to be a question mark about the note. He wants it to be all about the fold. Yeah. So, but he goes on to say though. We will for further broaden beloved Note features to more Samsung Galaxy devices. Which again, which again is the S, the Galaxy S Note is going to be a thing. From so you think I'm you right? Said. Yes, Samsung Galaxy S twenty two Note. It, it's already part of the Ultra. Ultra yeah. has S Pen compatibility. Yeah, so it's kind of half. So bring there. more of those beloved features to an yeah. S, and you got yourself something cracking. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
the two blokes have nailed it. We could we could write the story <laughs> now for the unpacked event. We well, should. All right. Let us know what you think. Two blokes talking tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. If you're looking for a Wi-Fi mesh system for your home, check out all the Orbi range. I did a video this week at EFTM uh, on the YouTube channel and the Facebook page if you want to see the difference between three different Orbi products, the RBK352, the RBK752, and the RBK852, because... They are fundamentally different in, in many ways, uh, and they range in price from you know $420 up to uh, $1,200 because of different things like the number of Ethernet ports, the amount of backhaul, um, the amount of channels that exist on them. Um, there's a lot of different features, and it really does depend what you need in your home. So if you've got a smart home, lots of people, lots of devices, then you really do need to ramp up, um, ramp up to the 852, the, the top-of-the-line Orbi. But if you're a, a small family or, or a single or, or a couple and you've got a couple of devices, and you just want full Wi-Fi coverage, then perhaps you don't need the full extent of the um, of the RBK 752 or 852, and that simple 352 could do wonders to your internet, giving you full speed throughout the entire home, which in itself is what the Netgear Orbi does. And you can find out more at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I initially saw this news and thought, yeah, good, well done. Um, and then I went, that's actually really interesting. So Boost Mobile have signed a 10-year deal with Telstra. Boost Mobile uh, are currently a, you know, they're not really an MVNO. They're, a, they're a, a telco that operate on the full extent of the Telstra network. Now, what that means is, that wherever you go, the amount of Telstra coverage you get, the amount of Telstra speed you get, you get the same thing if you're a Telstra customer or a Boost customer. And I've proven that by being a Boost customer for the last few months. And it's But no like 5G, though. No 5G. Yet. Network-wise. But I, I look at this and I go, right here, so they sign off for 10 years. There's no mention in the announcement about 5G or eSIMs, two, two kind of yeah. innovations that have occurred that, that should well come well, at they, some they point. They mentioned plan upgrades and things like that. That could be 5G. So I think that's... That's a sign that that will come at some point. Yep. But what's more fascinating is they talk about home broadband. Yeah, NBN and stuff. Yeah. So they're going to become a you know mobile essentially broadband. a reseller for home mobile NBN. Yeah. NBN so broadband. That you better get a Boost Mobile or Boost internet yeah. plan at home. And I I suspect too that there'd be some bundling going on too. So if you're a customer, a mobile customer, you might get a discount on an NBN plan. Mobile broadband as well. It's the same strategy yeah. as the TPG group, right? Yeah. The reason for the TPG merger is IONET and TPG have huge numbers of home broadband customers. Vodafone has bucket loads of mobile customers. Yeah. What if we could offer Vodafone customers a reliable home broadband service through the TPG-style network? What if we could offer TPG and IONET home broadband customers a great mobile service through what is the Vodafone network? Yeah. And you basically get more from every customer. That's yeah. the win here. And so Peter Adderton and the team at Boost are looking at this going, right, well, we've got X number of customers. If we could have a percentage of them get home, because if that, like you look at them, you think about the data and the, everything they'd have, they would know how many customers they've got that have been with them for five years. Yeah. Every single one of them must, be, must love the service, be loyal and think it's great. They'll probably go, oh, right, okay, yeah. So you, you're using the NBN through the Telstra network. Yeah, we'll take that. And they'll just sign up. Would it be that? With, can they can they not I think, resell the NBN on their own? Do they uh, need I think, Telstra to do that? I think they would use the Telstra's back end because in okay. the end, Boost is not an MVNO. 
Yeah. Boost is just a brand on the Telstra network. Yeah. And I, I know that because when I signed up to Boost, I struggled to create my account because I already had an account. I'm like, what? Because it uses the Telstra login system. Ah. If you switch to Boost, you're a Telstra customer right now. You've got, a Telstra, you've got an email address and a password you'd use to log into the Telstra app. Yep. You use the same thing to log into your Boost. Ah. Okay. So it literally uses the, the entire Telstra system. The so membership has its privileges. That's right. But, but it's literally, it's, you know how I describe it? It's a marketing partnership. Mm. Telstra says, okay, Boost, you're allowed to sell to people at these price. You're not allowed to sell you know, stuff to our people, our, our price ranges and our, our style of plans. There'd be all these contractual things. Yep. But you can do whatever you want. If you, can, if you can get us customers on our network at this price range, we don't care what you call it. And then yeah. Peter Adderton and, and Jason and the team at Boost go, sweet, we're making bucket loads. Let's put all the marketing into yep. surfing and V8 supercars and all that stuff. Grow the brand. And it just mm. makes perfect sense. So I think it's they're, fascinating. They're also talking about postpaid plans too. So traditionally, well, right now, it's only prepaid. Eh? So you pay yeah. prepaid. I you, prepaid, yeah. So you prepay per month? Just auto recharge. Yeah, yeah. so it's auto just your debits. you paying like 30 bucks for 20 or 40 gigabytes. Yeah, right. And so... If that would, if you wanted to then revert to postpaid, it'd be the same thing. So instead of getting, instead of having to pay before you get the plan starts, the yeah. month starts, yeah. you pay after. It's <laughs> pretty yeah. much. So, but you you prepay it by debit anyway. And it's, so it's, it's a it's auto kind of, recharge like basically. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And if I if I hammer my usage, it'll just send me a text saying, "Do you need to uh, top up or what do you, you need has to that do?" Happen for? Um, in the first couple of months, because I couldn't work out what I needed. Ah, uh, you know, I thought oh, I knew, so you're but on a lower plan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. First month I tried twenty gig and I realised I probably need thirty or forty just to have the buffer zone. And so for like I know Peter Adderton's been pretty vocal in the past about like five G is pretty much like not everyone you could do without it at the mm. moment and you've been doing without it. So how's that been? I've never noticed. Yeah. Like even though you can get five G in your lounge room at home. And right here. Which you Home and <laughs> office. <laughs> two which locations. Five G available. You lord over me every two time. separate towers, by the way. It's not the same tower. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, well, they've got to look after people in the country. That's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Honestly, the benefit of 5G is a pissing contest. Is it? It's just so I can I can show speed test results to you. Yeah. It's the only reason to have 5G. And please, I'll, I'll say to all our, all our listeners on Twitter, just stop sending me your screenshots of 5G. Please. No, send them. Stephen stop. needs to know how good 5G is. <laughs> there was a, I was trying to remember his name. He was in the middle of nowhere, literally in the middle of nowhere. Did you see this tweet? Mm-hmm. And he said, even I get 5G here. That's so and he good. In, and and he, he, he kind of softened it up. He goes, you should bring your telescope out. It'd be really like dark. Cut. Yeah. But anyway, I said, oh, mate, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> yeah. you know? Anyway. Do you want um I've shown you how fast my internet is at home, haven't I? Yeah, you've got, what have you got in a thousand? Gigabit now. Gigabit yeah. now. Yeah, good yeah. on you, mate. That's great. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. All that, all that chicken and corn you watch at home. Why not? Well, it comes down. Oh. <laughs> well, it, it, it downloads it, really quickly. It comes out quicker. Yeah, that's good. Friends, where you watching? Yeah, yeah. But that's that's. I'm happy for you. Anyway, you, you and your you and your downloads. Mate. I don't think you need 5G. Yeah. I don't think it makes a massive difference to the world. Well, but Boost will introduce 5G, mate. They no, might. they will. They will. But for purely sure. for marketing purposes, right? They will, for sure. Because here's what Telstra want. Telstra want their network to be known as the best and the fastest and all that stuff, right? Yep. Once they've they've hit critical mass with their customer, uh, I guess, change over to 5G, they'll allow Boost to have it. Boost will then, you know, you can imagine, I said this in my note, imagine James Courtney's V8 supercar, you know, boost 5G. It's going to look better because it's a fast sport. Everything they do is fast, right? Speed. It actually works perfectly for it. Yeah. I feel the need, the need, need for, for speed. speed. Yeah. 
Top Gun, you know. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, good on yeah. you. We don't uh, need to put yeah. that one on the list. <laughs> Although I can't remember what happens. Someone dies. Goose? Goose, yeah. Okay. yeah. Spoiler, spoiler alert if yeah. you haven't watched Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah. that's like the, you know, the comedian that does this, the, the piece about... Um, <laughs> the Sixth um, Sense. The Sixth Sense. It's yeah, like it's a 20-year-old movie. 20-year-old <laughs> movie. If, if, if I'm spoiling it for you, yeah. you're in yeah. the wrong room, too you bad. know? Yeah, too bad. Um, but, you know, great news for Boost, great news for the team there, and, and I think a real kind of... Um, Rubber stamp to their oh, to, their strategy mate, and everything they're doing. For Telstra to agree to a ten year partnership, that that's that's that says a lot. Yeah, says a lot. And Telstra, uh, Boost Boost are doing very well. But twenty, they had their twentieth anniversary last, last year. year. Yeah, twenty one. They're twenty one. They're twenty they're first this year. Uh-huh. So they're as old as my daughter. Celebrating my with daughter. a with a ten year contract. Hope they got a prenup. <laughs> so uh, and it was uh, the Northern Beaches that they. they uh, they they founded the yeah company, and they, they, the the press release says you know founded on the northern beaches the the surfing mad northern beach northern beaches thus the name and I'm like look oh, you've told me this before so that's the only so, reason I know it but apparently boost is when you it's a surfing term yeah I don't know what it is but it's a surfing know, I'm not term a surfer, mate. I don't know. yeah but Peter Addison have you seen I, the bloke I, yeah I know like yeah, he's, he's basically he's surfer, yeah, you know he's the surfiest surfer he's yeah. now a mammal he's a middle aged man in lycra yeah is that right like the amount of time, he rides bikes yeah he rides mountain bikes and you know really good luck to him. He's doing very well. He's doing very, very well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't want to say anymore. Yeah. Um, top bloke. Um, two blokes talking tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We're still on the talking about mobiles. And uh, if you were a Boost Mobile customer, you might want to put your SIM card in this new Nokia, the XR20, which is 5G phone. Yep. But it's the first I've seen for a while that is actually built. It looks like a regular phone. Yep. But it's built tough. It's built to take punishment. Built tough. Yeah. So it's like one what of is those. Is this Ford yeah. ad? No, it's not. It's a rugged phone. So it can handle anything from being, it can be, sit underwater for an hour. If you drop it from two metres, extreme temperatures. Yep. And they're saying it's one of the strongest glass screens on a mobile device, which is what Apple says every year, don't they? Yeah, Apple says it every year. And, people and they still, still, still break. Have you seen those ads on, t- on the iPhone ads? Yes, well, they, the woman yeah, drops yeah, yeah. it. I find that staggering. I'd like to, you know what I'd like to do? I'd, <laughs> I'd like, like to, to have say, the money to just throw phones away well, like that. I'd like to and take test it, it in the shop, uh, break my screen like that and say to the Apple, go to the Apple store and say, listen, I, I, I tried this, what you had on the commercial, but mine broke. Do you reckon you can replace my screen? Interesting. They'll say no. It'd be an interesting argument. Yeah, they'll say no, we can't. Just like when, and this is still related to the toughness of a phone, right? Just like when, um, and I had a couple of readers that contacted me saying, mate, I was out in the rain, I was walking with my wife, my phone was in my iPhone was in my pocket, it rained on us, phone didn't work anymore. Took it in, not covered under warranty. Water damage, not covered under warranty. It's water, it's water resistant, not waterproof, water resistant, but it's not covered under warranty, would you believe? And I, I wrote to Apple on their behalf. I said, look, you know, contact Apple, blah, blah. And they said, you know, they, they sent me a list of things where would, that, you know, you can't be taken at water skiing or in a spa. I said, they were, the bloke was in the rain. Like, and on their website is a woman looking up the map in the rain. So it's kind of doing what they're saying, but they're not honouring the warranty because that's their policy. They don't have wa- the uh, water damage isn't covered by warranty. So... Here's a phone where built, to, and, and they're saying, and you should see what they put it through. They, they, they're they saying it can be underwater for an hour, uh, can handle the drops. They got an ex-soccer player, Roberto Carlos, like famous soccer player, Brazilian player, 
and they got him to, to kick balls at it. They put it on a post that he was kicking balls at the soccer balls at the at the phone. They even got another woman who's a freestyle soccer trickster. Yeah, she yeah. Does tricks. And she was kicking the phone around. Nokia must be big in the Oh, they're big yeah. in Europe. They <coughs> no, are, they but they must big. be big in yeah, soccer soccer mad nations. Of course. But um <laughs> he, he, you know, you you talk about how how many often have you heard people? Oh, I dropped my phone. I've got to get a screen replacement, or there's, yeah. there's a crack on it, or you know, the, if you're an iPhone user, you need a rugged case for it to handle. Like if you're a yeah. tradie, like my son's a he's a builder, he's got the massive case on his iPhone just so it doesn't break the thing. Right? How's he going locked lockdown? Uh, he's going back to work next week. Yeah, yeah, because you're back. not an LGA. Yeah, yeah, he's back. Yeah, but I uh, know he was just spent two weeks at home. But anyway, but with the uh, the XR20. This that speaking of traders, this would be perfect for a tradie. So if you're on the job site, you drop it, you you kick it around, whatever you're doing, it'll uh, it'll last. The only challenge Nokia have, give your son that phone. Now, oh, well, I've asked for this to be reviewed, and I was going to do just that. I was going to say, look, dude, just take this and just just make it, do do whatever you do to it. Take it with you to the site, fishing, whatever he's doing, and then then we'll do we'll do the review. But yeah, would he ever use it? Uh, probably not. No, probably not. But I think though, for the tradies, they often have a second number or a second phone. That's their work phone. So yeah. they have a work phone. So I reckon that might be the go for for those. If you and this is dual SIM as well too. By the way, if you want to have both both your numbers on it, that's the travesty of yeah. it, right? You can yeah. create something that is perfect for the tradie yeah. on and off the job. Yeah, but actually cracking through that market. Yeah, but remember, the, the other fifty percent of the market that aren't Apple, you know, fanboys. Yeah, mate. If you're a Samsung user, it's been a long time since Samsung released a, a rugged, yeah. even active phone. Remember the S five active? It was yeah. like, you know, and Telstra <coughs> used to release. Remember Telstra used to have the I forget oh, the yeah, name of it. They used to have those tradey phones. No, no, no but the, still, they weren't smartphones. They <coughs> had buttons on them. That's almost embarrassing, right? Yeah. <coughs> to to yeah, it's hard is, enough getting them to use yeah. a. A tough phone, yeah. let alone a Telstra tough phone. Yeah. But a Nokia, at least it's a good it, brand, it actually, right? You, you see the phone, it looks great. <coughs> no, I have. It we rub it. It doesn't look like a a rugged phone. You look at it, you think, that's a normal phone. Yeah. It's pretty slick. Yeah. But just just sort of having, for, for all those people who've had dramas with their iPhones and other brands, that are, you know, they're, they're not, they're not, like iPhone... And those ads just were, I was bewildered why they would put those ads on TV. It's just like it's, it's almost inviting people to throw their phones around. Yeah. And then the rude shock they would get going in the store, sorry, no, that's not covered by warranty. That's your fault. <laughs> so if you do actually break it, then that's your problem. Even though there's people juggling. How many ads is there? One with a woman? I've only seen the one, one with a woman. Yeah, and she's sort of juggling around, hits the ground. And, and you're thinking, wow. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Hits the ground face down? Yeah. Yeah. That that's you got to be real lucky for that to happen because if yeah. it hits on the corner, you're gone. Mate, it's a fifty-fifty go, isn't it? If it hits yeah, corner, I reckon it's less corner. than fifty-fifty. I yeah. reckon it's a twenty percent chance of landing on the on the face. Yeah. Anyway, but the Nokia XR twenty, it's going to be eight forty-nine. I think is it eight forty-nine? Let me check, mate. On Tech Guide here, it's eight uh, eight. This is great. No, it's eight. No, it's eight twenty nine. Eight forty nine. Someone from a big radio station. Eight seventy nine. This blokes. These blokes could do a show, and then they hear you going. This could be eight seven nine. It is five G too. It's five G as well. Did I mention that at the top? Five G connectivity. Eight seven nine. It's available in August at leading retailers. It's going to be at JB Hi-Fi, Officeworks Online, Harvey Norman, Big W Online as well, Big W. Yeah. The good guys as well, and Nokia.com forward slash phones. 
There you go. Two blokes talking tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech, proudly brought to you by our good mates at Arlo, who have just introduced a new Arlo Secure, which is uh, the latest in home security subscription. So new plans that allow unlimited household cameras connected at one price. So that offers greater savings and convenience for multi-camera users, so better value, less complicated. And as, you, as you've guessed, I have many Arlo cameras at my place, yep. and I add more all the time. And I found out that Arlo has launched this new Arlo Secure subscription, and now it means that the cost of adding, I, I can, it, the plan simplifies. So just adding multiple cameras to the plan, not a problem. So some people only have one camera and get started for as little as $4.49 a month. Yep. And I see that you can now purchase an unlimited plan that can give you up to 2K recording for as little as fourteen ninety nine per month for multiple cameras. So for people like me that have lots of Arlo cameras, it's happy days. Well, so... I was hoping they'd bring out a multi-camera plan because I, I used to have, you know, like a 20-camera plan. Yes. And I, I downgraded because I only wanted to cover, you know, the five or six that I that I could kind of fit in. Yeah. But, you know, they've, now they've got a thing called the Secure Plus plan that is designed for those of us that are doing very well <laughs> uh, and have Arlo Ultra cameras. So this plan yes. provides recording in up to 4K that the Ultra cameras are capable of. The cost of that is $21.99 a month. Or as I like to think of it, less than seventy-three cents a day. That's pretty and good. And unlimited have, amount of cameras. Yeah, so unlimited cameras and up to thirty days. Is it the cloud storage? I believe you? so. Yeah, yeah twenty-one so. buck. Tw- so twenty-two dollars yeah. for those that are doing very well. Four K yeah. ultra cameras, which I've got most of. Most of mine are four K yeah. ultra. But it doesn't matter. See, the beautiful thing here is here. If you used to have a limit. You'd get yeah. this number of cameras. You'd add one. If you what was it over five? You had to spend another couple of bucks a month yeah. to get that camera. This right is now, yeah. do your best. Knock yourself out. So everyone can be doing very well. And here. by the way, can I point out that? So I have two premises. You know, home and office. Yeah, they're all in one plan. Ah. Uh. Okay, so I'll let yeah, you do that. I've so got two hubs. So it doesn't have to be the same physical address. No. So you've got di- different hubs, different cameras, different locations. Two hubs, they all appear in the same, same list. So if you're a homeowner and a business With a small owner, business, yeah. boom. Boom. Great stuff. Happy days. Well done to Arlo for introducing that because it was in response to customer feedback. Yeah, absolutely. They've yeah. launched these new plans. And you know what? People are adding more cameras. Like me, I've got, I've got, I think, eight cameras in my place. More, I think nine now. Yeah. So, yeah, we're doing very well with Arlo when it comes to Arlo cameras. But if you want to find out more, head over to Arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. The... Um, the people in the control room at Channel 9 absolutely packed themselves this morning. Why is that? Because I had those TVs. I had the big TV, the Samsung, and then I had a little OLED. And during the half hour that I was connected and they could kind of see in the studio here, so a couple of them were like, is that the Olympics? You've got to turn that off. I went, it's a computer game. And then one of them goes, I think we'll have to turn it off. I said, nah, it's a computer game. It's all good. And I've... Listen, I don't want to sound like a smart ass, right, but you have the rights. I understand rights how work. rights work. Okay? Yeah, I've yeah. negotiated Olympic deals with Channel 7. Yeah. Um, and then, like, four, three and a half minutes before I went on air, someone else came on here and goes, no, nah, we've got to turn the Olympics off. It's got the Olympic rings. And I went, it's a computer uh, game. Trust me, it's okay. And they go, no, nah, we're not going to roll the risk. I went, oh. So I, <laughs> I, just, I just went to the Xbox menu because I couldn't uh, play an right. F1 game or anything while I was doing it. Anyway, yeah. it was... Two two things about it. Official Olympic game. That's why it's got the rings in it. But yep. two, it actually looks... It doesn't look realistic when you're playing the game, but things like once you've had a swimming race, 
the graphics that come up, it looks like just like looks the Olympics. Like you watch the Olympics, yeah. So I installed this. It's called, you know, Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games, the official video game. It's 59 bucks on Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. Yep. I've got to tell you, if you're in lockdown with kids, buy it. Great. My kids spent two hours on this Asabo, and I went, you know what? They're all happy, laughing. What will they play? What will they do? Every sport. There's, I think, oh, I don't know how many exactly they are, but there's maybe 20 or 30 sports. Yeah, they played baseball, they were doing athletics, they were doing hurdles, they were doing um, swimming. Uh, they did a heap of different sports. BMX is on there. Yeah, well. uh, judo, taekwondo or judo is on there. But it's it's arcade style, so it's really kind of yeah. simplistic. It's not complex. Yeah. So when you're swimming, for example, I took, I still haven't mastered it. So you, on the Xbox, you've got uh, you know, thumbsticks, right? And for swimming, you gotta, you know, you got to jump in at the right time. But then... What happens on the screen is the swimmer swims, and as their arms come up, an arrow comes with the hand, and there's another arrow that it overlaps. And as it overlaps the arrow, you've got to go up on that thumbstick. Then the other arm, an arrow oh, right. comes up, so and as it overlaps, you've got to be coordinated. And you've got to do, do and it's, okay. and then you've got to press A to turn and bounce off the wall and stuff. Yeah, right. um, the uh, really? athletics is like pressing the A button really fast <laughs> to get him to run. And it's it's men and women in the sport, so it's very inclusive because it's yeah, just one one thing, very cartoon like in, in the game. Does it have the Tokyo stadiums? Yeah, like it's that? all like yeah. the BMX so track. Accurate. I hadn't seen the real one, but I was playing it yeah. yesterday, yeah. and then I saw the actual one. I went, "That's the real. actual thing." They got skateboarding too. Um, no, I don't think skateboarding's in there. Think, Surfing? No. Okay. I don't have the list in front of me. So they got the, like the, the traditional Olympic sports. They got a lot of the traditional ones and a few others as well, but. Anyway. Um, um, oh, you right. know what? I do have the. I, 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 I remember. Screenshots. I remember years ago when they released the Athens Games. I was still yeah. working for the telly. Had just started the Connect Lift out, yeah. and um, they flew me to Athens for yeah. to for the launch of the game. I went to Athens. Tough life, isn't it? it? Awesome. 110 meter hurdles, 200 meter individual medley, basketball, hammer throw, table tennis, football, long jump, tennis, beach volleyball, BMX, boxing, rugby sevens, four by 100 meter relay, judo, sport climbing. And there's a couple others at the top, the uh, 100 metres, 100 metre freestyle and baseball. So my uh, Harry and Vivi played the 4 by 100 metre relay together. So two players can play locally mm-hmm. with um, separate controllers. And in the 4 by 100, they actually pass to each other. Uh, you, can, you can race against each other. You can play baseball either against each other or on the same team. And online, you can play up to eight players. So you can actually play an Olympics yep. with up to eight online players. Wow, and you know the graphics like they're pretty cool. Like it's well, not it's, um, about it all. It's not meant to be realistic. It's you know yeah c- comic in a sense. Can I ask, is there a crowd? Yeah, there is. In, a crowd. in it, there's a crowd. So it's the only Olympic event you'll see with a crowd. Is yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I quite liked it. It was a fun game, really enjoyable. Uh, so that's the swimming. I'm just showing Stephen. Yeah, uh, it was just really enjoyable, fun thing and to it play. Looked, and look, when you're playing it, it looks like the broadcast. Yeah, yeah they're good. Oh yeah, yeah. And at the end, you see the results and the times. Yeah, that that that's that, cool. Thing at the end where they show you your times and everything is really cool. So it can you great. you can choose the country you want to represent. Yep. Choose so. your country. You can choose your outfit. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, Who really fun we, game. Was everyone from Australia then in your family, or yeah, did someone go? Mate, they'd be kicked out if they. So how was Australia in Australia in the Olympics? No, we did, were they playing together? I oh, so they're playing against a computer. Yeah, co-op. computer country. <laughs> in your yeah. in your world, co-op, co-op. All right. <laughs> Understand, but no, it's cool. It's a good it's little good. game, great fun for yeah. the family. I can, I can imagine sitting there and going, "I'll have a crack and see how fast I can do the hundred yeah, meters." Fun. Remember, it reminds you of Wii Sports. Remember Wii Sport when that? No, came out? you know what it reminds me of summer games, yeah. California games, yeah, back in the day. True, true, yeah. And it might have been winter games where they had the barrel jump on the Commodore sixty four. You had a joystick, and to, for barrel jump, you had to shoot the joystick left and right, left and right, left and right, and then up to jump. 
It's complex, man. <laughs> I'd love for people to see what you were just doing then. The gesture? Yeah, your gestures, With my wrist. Your gestures near your groin. It was very awkward. <laughs> Do you remember, was it... Was it during your segment when Carl and, and Lisa Wilkinson were doing something like that? Remember they were playing a game and mm-hmm. it went, that went viral, that little clip of them. Yeah. It looked like they were doing other things. They were, yeah, playing the banjo or doing yeah. other things. Yeah. Reminds me of that um Was that, that during a segment of you? I think it no? might have been, yeah. yeah. There was a meme which, which circulates pretty heavily during the Olympics. It's a picture of some beach volleyballs and says, I've been watching the beach volleyball <laughs> for five minutes and... <laughs> There's already been an injury. <laughs> the doctor says my wrist will be fine <laughs> in five weeks. You'll see that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, they, they skip the other. Why? Why? Who decided that beach volleyball? I mean, it's outrageous. Got to wear skipping. as little as possible. Who decided that in a country as conservative as Japan too? Like a very conservative country. Yeah, like, sure. That's just the vibe, isn't it? For beach volleyball, you just got the vibe, be, man. You got to be out there. It's the vibe. You got to be out there. Yeah, being a beach sport. Yeah. Anyway, two blokes talking tech. You can see see some of the um, screenshots I took uh, while playing the Xbox at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, you know what? We can't travel. Borders are closed. We've got to make other plans. Yep. So what about virtual travel? What do you mean? Virtual travel, like you can... I think right now, if you if you bought like a VR headset, if you had a VR headset, you can do like walk around the Louvre virtually. It's like you're in the Louvre. The Louvre's over there, mate. The Louvre. <laughs> the, so it's it's now like we can't do it physically. So the option is try to do it virtually. And yep. uh, an Aussie Aussie guy who's actually uh, he's a documentary filmmaker. And he's a, like an outdoors, outdoorsy dude. He leads expeditions and stuff. Uh, Adam Crop, his name is. He uh, has started a new business called Teleportal.fish, which allows people to dive at the Great Barrier Reef from the comfort of their own home. Virtually. That's cool. So what, what it basically is, is you control this little mini submersible remotely. And it's a little bit, little bit like playing a computer game. So you were talking about the Olympics a minute ago. Imagine being able to, it's like you've got this craft that you're piloting virtually yep. from, from anywhere in the world. Yep. And you, so, you're using the keys to go up, down, around. Let me be you clear. You be diving around the reef. and the. This is all recorded, though. It's not a real it's thing live. out there. It's live. You are doing it live. There's two submersibles you can control. And it's oh, up, so it's basically, so you've got to, you got to book in. Yes, you, you do. Yeah, it's like up to 50 bucks a session. So I'll put a link on the site where you can, um, you what can. If you run into some coral, yeah, but there are there's obstacle avoided sensors. It's like uh, a drone, you know. They've got the yep. sensors that can help avoid you damaging the reef because that, that's another thing about this whole thing. This dude's a bit of a he's a conversation con, conservation good dude. He wants to protect the reef and all that, but also wants still people to enjoy the reef. And in this way, he's got these two submersibles that have like a full HD camera out the front. Uh, they've got like a hundred and ten degree field of view. And they, you can even do it at night. It's got really bright lights, so you can dive at night as well. But you have what what the submersible seeing is what you're seeing, and you're controlling it through your keyboard back at home. So you can be piloting this thing. Crazy! It's like, you know, oh, take the kids on a joyride. Yeah, but it, it's like, um, what what movie do they do this? A couple of movies, well, actually, both James Cameron movies. Remember in Titanic? Remember when he took that little yellow submersible into the? You haven't seen Titanic, have you? Yeah. Anyway. Take my word for it. He pilots this little submersible. This is in the movie. They they pilot this little submersible into the Titanic to see the rooms and all that inside and the wreckage and all that. And then in another in the movie, yeah, in the movie. Remember, because that's the whole expedition. They go onto the wreck. They found the wreck. 
and they, and they've got a submersible. Isn't the movie about the thing crashing? The movie is told in flashback. Is it? Yes. Oh, yeah. The old lady at the start. That, that's Kate Winslet. That's no. an old oh, lady. I've got no idea. Okay, mate. so you haven't. Seen I assumed Titanic. it was just a no, you know, it's documentary in, movie it's told, biopic. It's told in flashback, where Bill Paxton is leading a group of people who have oh. they were looking for the heart of the ocean, which is the the diamond that the woman has in the movie. Yeah, okay. um, and they have this in the movie. It's and then the other the other James Cameron film, which we will we will cover in our other show, is The Abyss, where they do use these submersibles, and again. Can you can see? But he is a underwater nerd. Like oh, he's, yeah, totally. he's taken a submersible to the deepest part of the ocean well, as well. To the Titanic, yeah. That's no, right. the deepest part of the ocean, yeah, not the like Titanic, Marianne Trench or whatever it's called. Yeah. But uh, this is a, a way for people to enjoy the reef without actually going to the reef, and they can do it virtually. Cost between thirty and fifty bucks for a sesh to dive in virtually. You can sign up at their account, teleportal.fish. There's a link on my side. I think you've written about this too on EFTM, haven't you? Yep. Where you can dive the reef virtually. So just on that, um, the other thing that came out this week was Microsoft Flight Simulator for Xbox. Yeah. And I love Flight Sim on the PC. For Xbox, not because it's a Microsoft product, isn't it? Yeah, I loved it on the PC. But to be honest... What's it like on Xbox? It's excellent. Yeah, well. Now, the only thing, the only negativity I'd say about it is because they, they essentially ported across the PC game. Yeah. There's a lot of controls. There's a lot of menus in the game. It's exactly the same game. Yeah. And so there's a few times where you need a mouse. And so you, your controller uh, becomes a mouse pointer. Uh, so you need to use that to navigate around. Okay. It's a bit, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. And when you are flying, if you wanted, a, you know, more comprehensive controls and screens and things, you do need to use the mouse a bit. But yeah. I but would know, a dedicated. I, uh, is it a light? someone who's yeah. nerdy about wanting those you, things? You'd have a should setup. be doing it on a PC, like you with your driving game. Correct. Yeah. But my, watching watching Harry um, flying around New York and then Sydney, like <laughs> he he like <laughs> I landed cool. with him once and he did okay. And then he's basically learning to land a plane now, not through the sessions because you can actually learn in the thing. Yeah. But he wouldn't have the patience for that. Awesome. But also, just quickly, you can you can use two controllers. Um, and yeah. essentially be co-pilot. So, so I said... Who's the captain and who's the co-pilot? Well, captain, d- first officer. Exactly. But I, what I did, I just didn't tell him I was doing it. So I was just I was just basically being his autopilot. Uh, like if he was... If he, he didn't, didn't know you were doing it. No, well, he did in the end. But if he didn't <laughs> if he didn't pull the engine throttle back enough, I'd just pull yeah. it down a bit for him. Okay. Put the flaps down because he doesn't understand what they do and stuff like that. It was lower really the, fun. Lower the flaps. Lower the flaps. <laughs> um, part the waves. Um, the The... It's it's a great game. It's yeah. it's enjoyable because we can't travel. It's quite lovely to just go, you know, thirty thousand feet up and just look down. Yeah, it's lovely to just fly at a, at a thousand feet above your home and just go. That's my house down you there. You can download it. Though. You don't have to buy the physical. No, you can just download it's a hundred gigabytes. Wow. So yeah. for you, it's going to take a while to download. Yeah, thanks, mate. Although <laughs> my, my my upload speed's better than yours, though. Okay, mate. What's your upload? Yeah, but that's because you changed plan. You're on the original plan still. It's 100 yeah. slash 40. Yeah, it's cheaper to be 100 slash 20. Is it? But oh no, I've got How I've got a thousand slash 50. Ah, so yeah, I thought you were only 20 with your. No. Oh, you got 50 with yours. A thousand okay. slash 50. Okay. 200. When I had 250, it was 250 25. How much that costs a month? 140. 149 for, for a gigabit per second. Yep. Unlimited data. Yep. Wow. Crazy, right? I'm with Optus, so I don't think they'll offer me that, will they? Switch to Aussie Broadband, mate. So if I went to Aussie Broadband, they would then facilitate the upgrade to my... Or I don't know do if it, you're entitled to that yet. I, they can, could it do it from my fibre to the curb? I don't know. I don't up? think so. Yeah. No. It's HFC. So yours HFC. You've got to have fibre to the premises or HFC. 
Because wasn't that the whole NBN thing where they're going to extend? Yeah, it in, hasn't in, happened in, yet, though. But uh, if I decide in a year that I want that Optus, if they offer it, they'll say, right, we'll do it, and then someone's going to come and just run the seven metres yep. of fibre to my house. Yep. As part of my plan. Yep. Yeah. Bring it on. Bring it on. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Lovely to have your company. Uh, whether you're in lockdown or not, stay safe. Um, uh, follow the rules. And don't be an asshole. That's basically yeah. how you really should we're, be behaving. Wear your mask where you're supposed to. Yeah, you know, we're it's not all... rocket science, folks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's one. It's it's becoming annoying to say we're all in this together. All those know, platitudes are, are annoying now, but they still yeah. mean the right things. Yeah. What do you, what what choice do we have though? What yeah. else do you do? You don't do anything. What just, else do you do? Just just be kind to each other. Stay put. Yeah. All right. The private feed will be out on Monday night. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with two blokes talking tech. Ciao. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.